So Lance has stepped up, and he's led worship for a real long time. And so we're just blessed by him. And uh, so let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we just thank you for tonight. We thank you for what you're going to do here. Lord God, I just feel your anointing here tonight. I feel your anointing moving in this place, Lord. And so we just, we just say yes to your will, yes to your way, yes to your plan. Let us have ears to hear. Let us have eyes to see. Let us enter in. Lord God, let us not be distracted by what's going on around us. I pray each and every one of us would just enter into a time of worship and praise and just be in your courts tonight, Lord. And so we just thank you. Anybody that's come heavy laden, burdened, down, Lord God, I pray they'd be lifted up. Their cup would be overflowing as we leave here tonight, Lord. People that are tuning in online, we just thank you for them. And Lord God, this remnant community, Lord, this is your community. This is your body. This is your church, Lord. And so we just say, let your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go ahead and worship the Lord. Amen. Who's ever controlling that music? Could turn it off. I don't know who that is. You don't like it, Lance? <laughs> okay, so welcome. They had to bring in the B team. Megan couldn't be here this week, but uh, I, I have uh, been leading worship in, in uh, various churches for a long, long time. So I told, can you hear me okay? A little louder? How's that? Better? Testing? One, two? All right. Okay, so uh, this is going to be the first annual or first ever choir practice. You guys are all going to be the choir here, okay? And the choir practice is going to practice this first song, which you don't know. So since you don't know it, fortunately, it's the world's easiest song to sing. Because all you have to do is do what I do. I'm going to sing it, then you're going to sing it, you're going to sing it, then you're going to sing it. Can't get easier than that, right? Now, uh, this is my brother, Lee. We're twins, in case you think we look a little alike. We actually do look alike. We're identical twins. And, uh, but of course, he wasn't the handsome one. But other than that, you know, you know he just came out backwards. I don't know. But, no, he's uh, a supremely talented guitar player. Because not only is our Megan... Uh, and, and uh, her husband gone, but uh, Roger, our normal guitar player, couldn't be here tonight either. So Lee graciously drove all the way from Brentwood to come here tonight and be with us. And uh, we're very grateful to have him and his uh, wonderful talent. So I'm going to sing, I'm going to sing, How Big Is He? And you're going to sing, He's or just basically you're going to shout, you're going to shout back, He's a great big God. I'm going to sing, How Big Is He? You're going to say, He's a great, He's big, a great God. big God. How big is he? He's a great big guy. Oh, we've got to practice now. How big is he? He's a great big guy. All right. Then I'm going to sing, he's a break, great big guy. And you're going to just repeat, he's a great big guy. And then I'm going to sing, and a little bitty devil. And you're going to sing, little bitty devil. I want the devil to be ashamed when he hears this song. Okay, we have nothing to be ashamed of. But we have a great big guy. His name is above every other name. Hallelujah. So we're going to sing it with enthusiasm. Now, I don't have a voice like Megan does, but I have plenty of enthusiasm. So we're going to, we're going to just ride that out, okay? There you go. All right, here we go. Tell me how big is he? How big is he? He's a great big guy. How big is he? He's a great big guy. I can't hear you. How big is he? He's a great big guy. There you go. Tell me how 
omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent God. All-knowing, all-knowing, all-powerful God. Ever-present, all-knowing, all-powerful God. There's only one.
everlasting God, the Almighty Father, the Prince of Peace, the Healer, the Provider. Lord, you're our everything. You're our everything. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Lord. stay in that attitude of prayer Ooh, hallelujah hallelujah worship Jesus is in this place right now hallelujah hallelujah just keep worshiping sing a new song unto the Lord oh you are worthy God. you are worthy Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, saints. Press in right now for this city. Press in for this country. Jesus, we need you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God. praying just close your eyes on this saints I want you to hear this word you could just lower just a little bit on the music as we were in worship I want to share this with you right now this holy holy song when I was nine years old was the first song I learned on guitar it was the first Christian song I ever learned and I didn't pick it tonight Lance you picked it and I was sitting there in the front row and the Lord was saying he's gonna bring things full circle He's going to bring things full circle. And he started ministering to my heart. And I just felt there's some people in this room that have been through some very difficult trials. And you feel like it's been going on for so long. For so long. And your breakthrough is so close. I want you to understand how close it is. God is bringing it full circle. And nothing you have been through will be wasted. Hear that. Nothing you have been through will be wasted. God is bringing it full circle for this time. It had to be in this time. It couldn't be premature. So we want to just thank you, God, that what was meant for evil is going to be turned around for good. And that, that stinking devil, that little itty-bitty devil we sang about is under the feet of every saint in this place, is under the feet of every person listening online, and the devil's trying to make it look like he's winning, but he ain't winning. He ain't winning. And it is full circle time. Hallelujah. If that's a word that you believe was for you, just give the Lord a praise in this place. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yes, we receive it today. We receive that today. Every bit of weariness in this place, every bit, I just pray you take it away tonight, Lord God. We shall not grow weary in doing good. We stand on the promise of God, Yeshua. The promise which is yes and amen, hope and a future. That he's with us until the end of the age. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. And we occupy until he comes. Hallelujah. You are raising up a standard, Lord. Yes, you are raising up lions in this generation. This is a generation of lions, warriors. Thank you, God. That's why you had to go through it. It was tough. 
It was painful, but that's why you had to go through it because where you're about to go, God is saying you fought your lion and you fought your bear and now you're about to take down Goliath with one smooth stone. Thus saith the Lord. Can you shout an amen? Thank you, God. Yes. 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 Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I just don't want to miss what he's doing. Just stay in this place of worship right now. His glory is here. He leads this service. We don't have an order of service here. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Freedom, freedom, freedom. Thank you, God. Minister to the hearts of the saints right now in Jesus' name. Mm, hallelujah. You know, the holy, 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 that's what the chair, the, they're singing around the throne, the seraphim, and they're just literally singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. And we can only imagine what that's like. But Lance, we got to sing this one more time. Because we're in the glory and the presence of God in this place. And we're going to take communion. Ushers, if you can get that prepared, we're going to go into communion right after this. Hallelujah. But I just want you to think right now, if there's anything in your heart that you need to repent of, anything. God has been calling me this week to consecration. He's really put that heavy on my heart. We've got to be consecrated because the enemy is looking for anything to accuse us. But God said, be ye holy, for I am holy. Be set apart. Come out from among them. And that's where we're walking into a season of separation and consecration before we go into the destination. I see the presence of God moving in this city in such a mighty way, in such a powerful way. In this nation, he's not done moving. There is a great end time harvest. Hallelujah. He's preparing the misfits and the prodigals right now. He's preparing your loved ones that you've been praying and interceding for. He's preparing the spouse's heart that's been hardened. God is about to move in that situation. Thank you, God. Let's sing it again. As we do, we're going to war in the spirit and just declare and decree that we receive it full circle in Jesus' name. Let's sing it one more time.
give him praise, church. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all can do better than that. Give him praise. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. You're worthy. You're worthy. Lorraine's going to lead us in communion right now. Let's go ahead and welcome her up. Praise the Lord. Praise God. That was like an old Holy Ghost tent revival meeting. I like that. That was, that was amazing. Thank you so much. Every one of you are a blessing. Incredible blessing. Well, so happy to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Oh, the kids are taking communion. That's amazing. Okay, so... Thank you, Pastor Todd, for giving me a heads up on this. Can you tell I'm unprepared here? Okay. Yeah, I've done it many times, many times. Okay, let me let me find scripture here, 1 Corinthians 11. I will use this passage of scripture. And Pastor Todd mentioned something about the enemy coming in like a flood. And the scripture says in uh, Isaiah 59, 19, that when that happens, the Lord will raise up a standard. So I want you to understand that sometimes we don't understand what the standard is, okay? But I know one thing, that because we're sinners in need of a Savior, God raised up a standard, and that standard is Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. And because of his willingness to go to the cross on our behalf, we... We get a gift we don't deserve. That's the free gift of eternal life. Not one day, not a year, but forever eternity with the Lord. Anybody want to say hallelujah to that? Hallelujah. So they are passing the elements. Please hold on to them a minute. We will read the scripture together and we will take Holy Communion. And I, I want to mention once again this actually a few weeks ago communion you can this in your home i don't think it's going to sit there but um we can try it thank you <laughs> you can do this in your home as the holy spirit leads if you're single and you live by yourself it's okay if the holy spirit tells you to take communion just go to first corinthians 11 there's various uh passages, but I'm doing 1 Corinthians 11, 23. So together we will do the bread first. So hold up your bread here. I, I must have got a big portion here tonight. <laughs> By the time I swallow this, I may not be able to read the rest of the verses, but hallelujah. Okay, so for I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Can we do this together right now? Let's partake, okay? So, Father God, we are going to partake of the representation of the 
body of Jesus right now. We want to praise you, Lord, that you are the gift to us, Lord. You are the great gift giver. And so we want to thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your mercy, your grace, your presence, your power, your anointing. Thank you, Jesus. We partake together and we do this in remembrance of you, Jesus. In your name, we declare this, Jesus. Amen. Let's partake together. Okay, you ready for the cup? We serve grape juice. There's a reason for that. It's, it's the new wine of the Holy Spirit. And if you've ever had an issue with intoxication in your life, you will not get intoxicated by taking this communion with us. Amen? So that is why we do grape juice. But this is what the scripture says. It says, in the same manner... He also took the cup after supper, saying, let's lift up our cups right now. This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. This is why we do it. We do it for Jesus. We remember his sacrifice. We remember his shed blood. We remember why you and I are not held in the grip of the enemy anymore. Because Christ has died. He has risen. He is the Savior. He is eternal. He's in glory. And one day, we will be with him. Let's partake of the cup together in the name of Jesus. Two more, two more verses. For as often as you drink, you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Brothers and sisters, what does that say? You literally are proclaiming, declaring Jesus is coming back. He's coming back. Someday soon, hopefully, soon and very soon, he's coming back, right? We're going to see the king. This is why we take communion. We are proclaiming his death until he comes. Someone shout a hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise the Lord, Pastor Todd. All right, we're going to dismiss the children right now. If you could see that beautiful woman right there. She's taken, by the way. Uh, you could follow her, though, and she will take you to the kids' church. And if somebody could hit the lights on that, uh, Diane, if you could hit that right there, boom. Does that work? There it is. Let there be light. All right, we're going to go ahead and take the offering in just a second here as the kids are dismissed. And um, just want to share a couple things. So every week we do a little bit more. This week we've moved the camera because this is a very complicated room to stream from, I found. So we've got to get these things that go on the wall, and that will be the answer. So we can put them, like, out of the – but in the meantime, we have this big tripod here. So my apologies. Uh, but just try not to hit it if you can. There's a bunch of people tuned in right now. We want to thank you so much for tuning in from all around the world. And uh, what a blessing. And if you're in Nashville, make sure you come and visit us. And we're going to be having in August the 18th, 19th, and 20th. It's a three-day intensive where it's a retreat. And people are going to be coming in from all over the country and some from Canada 
uh, in other places. So uh, if you'd want to be a part of that, just come on, come on out those days. Mark your calendar. There's no fee or anything like that. Uh, but we're going to have uh, you know a couple speakers and different things. But it's a three-day remnant intensive, uh, August 18, 19th, and 20. And um, for this, as far as uh, so this month, um, we're doing a crusade in um, Colorado Springs with Mario Murillo uh, mid-July. So that's going to be happening. Then in September, we're doing one in Los Angeles at the fairgrounds. It's going to be the biggest one ever. So the biggest tent and uh, pastors from all over Los Angeles are coming together. Um, it's already in the works. Uh, in Colorado Springs, Mario's had the best um, response ever. So it just keeps advancing. And we just started the show called Firepower that we're doing together. And so that's happening. There's so many things happening at once. So um, with, with regard to the church, though, we'd like to continue to, you know, just do things that we need to do with regard to getting everything set up. We're still kind of, you know, getting a team put together. And so we're going to have a, like a leadership meeting coming up. We'll get the date for that next week uh, where we can kind of get everybody together that wants to serve. Um, and we, we have your information that signed up last week, so we'll make sure to uh, reach out to you. But just so you know, it's going to be coming up. I'm going Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to the Jim Baker Show, and I'm going to be on there, and then I'm going to be on with his uh, son, Mondo, too, and he has his own show. So I'm going to be out there in Branson, and then I come back Wednesday. Um, there's also a new book that we have out. It's probably going to be my only book, unless the Lord says to do another book, because I really want you to read the Bible and not my book. But uh, this book is something that really the Lord put on my heart pretty heavy. And so online on the Facebook, like every chapter. So yeah, if you're interested in getting one, we do have some here. There's also pastortoddbook.com. It's really easy. So, um, but yes, we, um, if you're sewing into the church, make sure if you write a check, it's to Todd Coke, not a ministries, because that's how we have it set up on the uh, 501 and so just make sure that that's the way you write it out. Otherwise, we can't do anything with it. So anyways, thank you so much for being here. Let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we just thank you for the gift and the giver. We thank you that your scripture says you give back, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. You say, test me in this. And so, Lord God, I pray that each and every person that gives tonight would be blessed. And, Lord God, that you would indeed do just that, that they would see abundance in their situation, breakthrough in any financial challenges. And, Lord God, we thank you for this house. We thank you for this house of worship. You said my house shall be a house of prayer. That's what it really is. It's a house of prayer. And uh, we're going to even talk about some prayer meetings that are going to be happening here pretty soon. And so we just thank you for this building. We thank you for the Urels. We thank you for right um, care upstairs and all the different things that you're doing in the ministry here. The, this is really a marketplace ministry. It's a, there's so many different levels of what's happening here. And it's hard to kind of fully understand. But we have tremendous vision that you've given us, Lord. And we just trust you. We trust you with all of our heart. And so we just thank you for this seed today in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. While you're doing that, I'll go grab a book real quick. Give me one second. Yeah, could you grab me one? Actually, grab me a couple. Grab me a couple. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Who can put up their hand the fastest in here that wants one? Anybody? All right. I saw you in the back. There you go. All right. There you go. One. And, uh, wow. Okay. Let's get you over here. Hallelujah. We, um... It's, it's kind of be like a workbook we're going to do. Can you give me a couple more? I saw a couple more hands. I like to give things away. That's like one of my favorite things. Who, you saw somebody over here? Okay. Yeah, okay. These two right here, please. All right, we're handing out. My wife's going to kill me. Good she's not in the room right now. Todd, you got to sell them. We have to sell 700 to break even, so just pray. 
we should be able to do that. We've got a couple thousand sitting there in our garage. So, but we have these crusades. I'm going to be in um, August at the Reawaken, which is going to be in Las Vegas this time. So pray for us. Um, but we'll be there. And then we're doing a night of prayer the night before it. So that should be interesting. Um, so God is just, he's moving. There's so many different things going on. We're excited. I'm excited that you're here. If you got your Bibles, let's go ahead and turn to Ezekiel 47. Ezekiel 47. And the, the sermon tonight is going to be called The River of God. The River of God. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you so much for this time. We get to get in your word tonight. We thank you for each and everything that you've already done here. I know that my heart's been ministered to. And I just thank you, Lord, for everybody here, everybody watching online. We just thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We know you're not done moving. And so we just commit this time to you to get in your word. I pray that you give each and every one of us ears to hear tonight. And Lord, that you'd sanctify me as I deliver this word in Jesus' name. Amen. If you got your Bible, Ezekiel 47, we're going to start in verse 1. It says, Afterward he brought me again unto the door of the house, and behold, waters issued from out under the threshold of the house eastward, for the forefront of the house stood toward the east, and the waters came down from under the right side of the house at the south side of the altar. And then uh, brought he me out of the way of the gate northward and led me about the way without unto the utter gate by the way that looketh eastward. And behold, there ran out waters on the right side. And when the man had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits and he bought me, brought me excuse me through the waters. And the waters were to the ankles. Again, he measured a thousand. And he brought me through the waters, and the waters were to the knees. And again, he measured a thousand, and he brought me through, and the waters were to the loins. And afterward, he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass over, for the waters were risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. And he said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen this? And then he brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river. Now when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees on the one side and the other side. And then said he unto me, These waters issued out towards the east country and go down into the desert and into the sea, which being brought forth into the sea, and the waters shall be healed. And it shall come to pass that every living thing that liveth, which moveth uh, whithersoever, the rivers shall come shall live and there shall be a great multitude of fish because these waters shall come thither sorry my new king james is not here this is the regular king james um, the waters shall come thither for for they shall be healed and everything shall liveth whither the river cometh and it shall come to pass that the fishers shall stand upon it from engalgi i don't know if i said that right and and gaggy yeah even, that's okay, unto, yeah, I'm cool. And they shall be a place to spread forth nets, and their fish shall be according to their kinds, as every fish of the great sea, exceeding many. Look at your neighbor say, exceeding many. <laughs> exceeding many. There is a river. There is a river. In Psalm 46, 4, in the King James, Psalm 46, 4, you don't have to turn there. It says, there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. 
I'm just going to read a couple of scriptures here, and then I'm going to get into the, the meat of this. But Psalm 23, 2, you don't have to turn there. It says, he leadeth me beside the still waters. Psalm 65, 9 in the Amplified, it says, you visit the earth and saturate it with water. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. Revelation 22, 1 in the Amplified, it says, then he showed me the river of whose waters gave life, sparkling like a crystal flowing out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. It is a river of life. There is a river that is flowing in the church today. It is not dried up. I want you to understand this. It is not dried up. It is flowing. It is flowing in this place. It is flowing in the saints of God. It's flowing in the ecclesia. God is not done moving. I say it a lot, but sometimes we got to remind ourselves because if you watch the, the news, you, you, you don't think God is moving. You think, what in the world is going on? And, and I find that even in a lot of Christian media, what we tend to do is we regurgitate the bad news. You notice that? So we talk about all the bad things that are happening, but then we don't really talk about what we can actually do to change it. We don't talk about the fact that we as believers are in it, but not of it. We don't talk about the fact that even though th these things are happening, like, like Mario likes to say, the end times are happening, but they're not happening to me. I'm happening to the end times. Hallelujah. And so God wants us to understand what's available to us. In Ezekiel 47, 9, it says, Everything shall live wherever the river goes. Wherever the river goes. We shall live and not die. Somebody needs to hear that tonight. We shall live and not die. Look at your neighbor and say, we shall live. God is a God of life. He's not done with us, and he's not out of resources, and he's not lacking, and he's, he's not out of miracles. He's not done moving, not done moving on with miracles. And this is what he wants the end-time believers to understand, is that he is still able. He is still willing. And sometimes we feel weary because that's exactly the plan of the devil. He wants us to feel weary. He wants us to feel tired. He wants us to feel beat down. But there is a river. Everything shall live where the river goes. It's a river of joy. It's a river of peace. It's a river of healing. It's a river of deliverance. It's a river of protection. It's a river of provision. It's a river of grace. Somebody's got me on echo over here. Lance, can you try to check that? Something's echoing. I hear, hello. Yeah. I'm going to read this again because I want you to grasp this, okay? Everything shall live wherever the river goes. As a Christian, you can step into the river of living water right now, tonight, wherever you're at, whatever your situation, you can step in the river. It's a river of joy. It's a river of peace. It's a river of healing. It's a river of deliverance. Hello. It's a river of protection. It's a river of provision, and it's a river of grace. In Isaiah 48, 18, it says, Oh, that you had hearkened to me my commandments, then your peace and prosperity would have been like a flowing river. You determine how deep you want to go. It's, it's, there used to be these things, you know, I'm a child of like the 80s or whatever, but there used to be these books, if you guys remember them, called Choose Your Own Adventure. Do you remember those? That's old school, okay? So, but, you know, you, you could choose like where you're going to go. And this is what this reminds me of because the, the, the truth is, is that there's a lot of Christians that have made a decision to just go a little bit in. 
And people say, well, Pastor Todd, are they saved? I mean, if they've accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior, they confess with their mouth, they believe in their heart that he's Lord. Yes, they are saved if they've turned from their past life, right? But the deal is, is like you can go a lot deeper. And as you go deeper, the Lord starts revealing more and more to you. And it becomes not that you're just surviving, but then you're thriving because you're operating in his perfect will and plan for your life. And this is what the devil wants to stop. And that's why there's a lot of Christians that don't get past that level one. Okay, and I talk about it a lot. And people get mad at me. They say, why do you say level one? That's not, there's not levels. Listen, you got to understand, you, as far as you want to go deep with God, he's willing. He's willing. He's going to take you from glory to glory. It says, seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. He takes you from glory to glory. He wants you to go deeper. Draw near to me and what? I'll draw near to you. That's what this means. And so we have the ability, and I mentioned this last week, but I'm going to say it again. There's Christians that I know that get right in, and they get saved. And it's like my, my, one of my mentors used to say, I'd rather have one of those Christians that just go all in because they're, they're operating in the gifts and they're moving and they're flowing because the, the ones that have been stuck in religion, then you got to undo all the bad habits. So, look, it doesn't matter which one you are. If you've been in Christ for 30 years, if you just accepted Jesus, or maybe tonight you will. But here's the deal. You can. You have the ability to go deeper. It's up to you. It's a choose-your-own-adventure. And so we can, we can wallow in all the depressing and horrible things that are happening in our world. Or we can understand that God said every one of these things is going to happen. But he also said that he's going to be with us. And he's going to give us the strength. And so, you know, how do we overcome? By the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of our testimony, and there's a lot of testimonies in this room. And the Lord was speaking earlier, and he said he's going to bring things full circle. I fully believe that. I believe that's happening right now. He's going to, he, what the devil tried to steal from you, what he tried to rob. How many in this room have had the devil try to rob from you? Yeah, look around. It's almost everybody. And so, but the, I just want to speak this prophetically right now. God is going to restore what the devil took, and then some, and then some, where there's going to be overflow because we are now stepping into the river of living water. You know, and, and when, when we were thinking about uh, the church here, um, you know, just, uh, okay, Lord, you want us to open up a church in Gallatin? Sure, if that's what you want, we'll do it. And uh, I don't know if Lori's in here. Is she in here, Lori? Yeah, there she is. She was in my ear. You got to have a church here. There's, there's going to be a church that's building. She saw a church. She saw a church in this building. And, and, and you know, she was right, because here's a church in the building. My friend, uh, Rodney, down in Florida, you know, he, he, there was a car dealership, and him and his wife were driving by. They came to America with only a couple hundred bucks. They were actually missionaries to America. And uh, they drove by this car dealership, and his wife said, that's the church. Well, okay, that's the church, really? You know, they ended up getting it with no money. I mean, they had no money in the bank. It was like only the Lord that somehow they got this building. And uh, now it's like a massive, I mean, acres and acres. There's all kinds of, there's green, you know, but they drove by it. It was a car dealer. And then recently he just balconies in and there was no, this was the showroom floor for the cars. And, and, and the Lord showed him, he said, this is, this is going to be balconies. And so he talked to architects and they're like, I don't know how we're going to do that. That's going to be real complicated. But you know what? There's balconies. Okay. <laughs> I was just there. There's balconies. They're very solid. They work very well. And every seat in the house is a good seat. And so we've got to understand when the Lord gives us a vision, we don't have to worry about how we're going to get from point A to point B. Because there's a river that's flowing that God is not out of resources. I want somebody to get this in this room.
tonight. Because the thing is, is like we limit God's. We put him in a box, and I just, I've, I've been seeing this all over the country where people are just feeling defeated. And they're just like, Pastor Todd, I don't know what we're going to do. You know, now I, I, I'm a prepper, and I'm all for prepping, but what the Lord showed me about this is like ultimately there's so many scenarios you can't prepare for every one. But what you can do is you can get to know the Word of God, and you can get to know who you are in Christ, and you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Because here's the thing. Even if the United States, and I don't, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but even if the country were to go away, the church will remain until he raptures us out of here. Don't touch the church. During COVID, what did they try to do? They tried to touch the church. The enemy overplayed his hand in doing that. Let me tell you something. Don't touch the church. And that's why there's a rising remnant now all over this country that's rising up in the droves and there's long lines of people that are leaving their drug sacks at the altar and they're getting delivered and now deliverance is like a mainstream word for years it was a little corner side you know chasm of the church and don't want to talk about it now it's like everybody's talking about it god is doing something in this hour there's a river it's flowing living water it's available hallelujah Hallelujah. It's a river of peace. It's a river of healing. It's a river of deliverance. It's a river of protection. It's a river of provision. It's a river of grace. I want somebody in this room to get that tonight. Because you have a situation that, that falls in that category. Ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep. In over your head. You can go all the way in. You're not going to drown in this river. You're not going to lose oxygen in this river. I've seen some people that are all the way in just flowing in the river of living water. I'm going to tell you, when you see some of these people, don't get jealous when the Lord moves in their situation and you see the blessing. There's a lot of people that get envious in the church. You notice that? Why is he being blessed? Why is she being blessed? Listen, you don't know the story. You see the glory, you don't know the story. Okay, you don't know what this person's gone through to get to where they are today. Don't worry, their calling is different than yours. Don't, don't get that Christian envy. That's, that's anti-God, anti-fruit. Okay, but there's a lot. There's haters in the church. I hate to say it. They're hating because God's blessing. How silly. Step into the river. That's all I say. Just there's the answer. Step in for yourself and see what starts happening. Start going in deeper. Going in deeper into that water. God's going to move on your behalf. God will never force you. Here's the thing. How far will it go? That's the question. God will never force you. The decision is yours. How far will you go? That's the, the, the question is how far do you want to go? There's a lot of people that say, I have attention span disorder or ADD, and so, you know, I can't read the Bible. You know, I get, I get into it, and I hear this all the time. People say, I, I, I'm distracted, I get into the Word, and then I can't read it. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. He doesn't want us hiding this in our heart. He doesn't want us having the sword of the Spirit and speaking it over our situations and having breakthroughs. He doesn't want, that's why they're pulling the Bible out. Even ministry, I know false ministries, bad ministries that are not even talking about the Bible. They've gone into like their own thing. And they say, well, we got to tell you what's in the Bible. No, you don't. We got to get into the Bible ourselves. Okay, please. Where's the police? You, you come and get me, brother. If I say I'm the only one, you come arrest me, okay, James? Yeah, I'm telling you right now. Ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep, in over your head. How far will you go? God will never force you. The decision is yours. Ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep, or in over your head. Jump into all that he has for you. The choice is yours. Now, the well in the river. Let's talk about the well in the river. Salvation. In John 4.13 through, uh, through 14. You can turn there if you'd like. John 4.13 through 14. 
Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drink of this water shall thirst again. But whoever drinketh of the water that I give him shall never thirst. But the water that I give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. We shall not thirst. A couple of days, uh, two weeks ago, we talked about we shall not lack. We shall not thirst. We shall not lack. But how far do we want to go in? How, how, how committed are we? Uh, baptism in the Holy Ghost. There's, there's, listen, I've noticed when I was a kid, I would hear a tongue and interpretation in church. Does anybody recall that when that used to happen? It's, it's slowed down to almost nothing. I, I go all around the country to churches. I barely ever hear a tongue and interpretation. Why? Why? Because it, people have made it like it's taboo now. Okay, like there's something wrong with that or something. No. Why? Why not? Why aren't we letting the Spirit of God move in the service? Because there, there's so much order in the services that there's too much order. And then the order is taken over, and the problem is that people are so worried about the next thing that they, they don't even allow the presence of God to move. I got to a church, I'm telling you, and I got there. I got up on the platform at 1030, night. And I was like, my goodness, like I, I felt bad. I wanted to end the service, you know, fast. I ended up speaking for about 45 minutes, and I still felt really bad. And then I realized this pastor goes till 12 midnight all the time. That's the culture of there. He said, why did you end so early? I said, Pastor, it was, it was like 1130 at night. What do you mean? He's like, dude, you could have gone to one. I didn't realize it because you know why? I'm so used to, very sad reality, going to a church and say, you got 30 minutes, Pastor Tom, 35 minutes. You know, when the clock hits this time, start winding it up. Well, gosh, I mean, we're just barely even in the water at that point. Why? Why do we got to go? Because you know why? There's so much order, there's too much order. And, and, and now people think it's like weird. Oh, it's weird if somebody's... Why is it weird? It says it right in the scripture. And, and you know how many times I was ministered to as a young man when some, you know, awesome person of God spoke out in a tongue and interpretation? That was powerful. We've got to allow the Spirit of God to move again. This is what God wants to happen in the, in the, in the Western world, in the American church. We've got to get back to our roots. We've got to get back to what the Scripture actually says. We've got to take out all the religion, and we've got to take out all the stuff that's about us. Don't get me started about the celebrity Christianity and the business in the church. There's so much business. I'm telling you right now, there's so much. That's why I don't get invited to a lot of places anymore, because they're afraid of what I'm going to say. And when they do invite me or some of my friends and we get there and they say, well, as long as you don't talk about gay marriage, you'll be cool. And I'll get up on the platform and I'll say, guess what? The Lord says marriage is between a man and a woman. <laughs> and that's the last time I'm invited. Don't tell us not to preach something from the scripture. Okay. But, you know, it's, not, it's still not the uh, happy, you know, everybody like, come on, Pastor Todd, come and preach. No, they're, they're afraid because they don't want something to be called out. But God is raising up a standard, like Pastor Lorraine said. He's raising up a standard of people that are looking for real authenticity. And this is what the world is looking for, by the way, too. Because they're watching the church, and they're trying to figure it out. Now, see, here's the thing. If you look at the evil that's in the world right now, it is pervasive. It is obvious to the fact that I'm having atheists even coming to me and saying there's something wrong. You know, I mean, I even know some people are in the homosexual lifestyle that have come and said there's something wrong. I mean, people are sensing it. Okay, but they're, they're trying to find the answer. And the thing is, is when you have a, a mainstream church that's literally only in to like the very shallow, there's no power. There's barely any. 
And so there, there, this is the problem is that the, there's barely any power in the church. And, but there is power, but we're not utilizing it. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, you know, going to war in a country and you have all the latest weaponry and everything and you're using something from like, you know, that's outdated and, you, you know, doesn't even have any ammunition left. I mean, you know, some outdated, you know, something that you made yourself and, you, and they have all the you know, stealth equipment, fifth generation and all this stuff. Why would we not use every weapon? Why would we not use everything that's available to us? And so that's where there's a course correction that's happening right now. Salvation, Jesus answered, he said, whoever drink of this shall thirst again, but whoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But be in the water I shall give him, be in the well of water springing up into everlasting life. It's baptism in the Holy Spirit. In John 7, 37 through 39, in the King James, John 37, uh, I'm sorry, John 7, 37 through 39. It says, in the last day, that great day of feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He said that if he believeth in me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. If you're just turning there, I'm going to read it again. John 7, 37, it says, in that last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood, cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink, and he shall believeth on me, as the Scripture has said, Out of the belly shall flow rivers of living water, but this of, uh, of the Spirit, which they that believe on him shall receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, but that Jesus was not yet glorified. We have the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2. And, and we have exactly what he's talking, the ability to have out of our belly, our bosom, our soul, flowing rivers of living water. All who are tired, all who are thirsty. He says, come unto me and I shall give you rest. He said that, you know, if you believe in me, I, I've overcome the world. Basically everything. Everything. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. The gates of hell shall not prevail. That's the God that we serve. This river is for everyone. It's for everyone. In Acts 2, 38 through 39, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Christ Jesus, for the remissions of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and your children, and to all that are far from you, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That's Acts 2, 38 through 39. He wants us to repent and be baptized, and we're going to do some baptisms Okay, in the next couple of days, if you want to be baptized, if you haven't, let me know. And we're going we're gonna to do them by our house. But anybody that wants to come and get baptized, we're going to get one of those little things here so we can do them here. Uh, but if you haven't been baptized, it's a commandment of the Lord. It doesn't mean, you know, you're not going to go to heaven. I know there's some people that don't agree with that. But you've got to remember there was a guy on a cross right next to Jesus that didn't get baptized. And he was going to be with Jesus. So it's kind of hard to argue that. But it is a commandment of the Lord. He wants us to be baptized. And it's an outward expression of an inward change. It's an outward expression of an inward change. It's very powerful. When I got baptized, it was next level. And so if you haven't and you've been in Christ or you just received the Lord recently, I would suggest you get baptized. It's very important. And that's why we, we take communion too because that's another thing the Lord says, do this in remembrance of me. And so, you know, we, we've got to obey these things because we take communion at our house when we're going through warfare in different situations. You know, the Lord put it on our heart, take communion. You know, um, Michelle and I have, have had some pretty big battles the last three or four years that we, you know, as the Lord expanded the territory and we did the radio show and the TV show, and we've been going around the country. I mean, the warfare has been extensive. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's been extensive. It's been excruciating. But, but God has given us strength and taught us that nothing will overcome us. 
And so we've learned now, like, whenever the new attack comes, it's like, okay, well, we've already gotten through, like, all these, and we know that we're going to be able to get through this, too. And so that, we, you, you know, it's not that it gets easier, but you start realizing that nothing's going to overtake you. And that's what God wants us to understand. When you're in the river and you're flowing in the river, it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. Like, of course, we, we're watchmen. We operate in what I call the Issachar anointing of understanding and discerning the times. So it's important that we're watchmen. I think it's good that we're watchmen. But we've got to understand, these things are going to happen. You know, and we just can't. I mean, this, every week, it's like a different thing. Have you noticed this? They, they like, it's, it's almost like the holidays now. You know, like every month. Have you know, like back in the day, there was like Christmas and Easter. You didn't have it. Now it's like every month there's like a new holiday. Have you noticed that? Well, that's because in the business world, they all capitalize on whatever the newest thing is. And everybody follows right into it. So the stores literally just flip their, you know, whatever the next thing is, you know. And that's kind of how the news cycle is now. Because these companies, they have to have clickbait. They have to have a big story that they have to push. They have to have a narrative. And by the way, they're working in, in, in tandem with the deep state. I hate to tell you. All you got to do is look up Operation Mockingbird and the church commission. Okay, it's, it's right there. It's happened. It's the, the, when, they're, when these people, I call them the mainstream uh, corporate media because that's what they are. They're corporate, the modern-day prophets of Baal. Okay, that's what, and so a lot of people are caught up in the mainstream media. They watch it all day. And that's what they do is they want you to just sit there and, and just wallow in how awful the world is and how horrible everything is going on and the newest story. And they want you down and your emotions to go all over the place. That's exactly what the devil wants. And I know a lot of people in the church that are caught up in this. And, and see, here's how this happened because the church was so far out and we weren't engaged. And so for years there was this massive vacuum and then everybody started seeing, wow, there's like, all these crazy things happen. They started getting engaged, and that's good. I'm glad the church is engaged. But now we've gone the other swing. Now we're too engaged to where we're sitting there, and we're just sitting and wallowing in the misery. Look how the devil works. You see what I'm saying? So even, even in some of the what they call the truth community or the patriot community, what I've noticed over the course of the last few years, because, you know, you're so excited, like, wow, these people are standing for our country. That's awesome. You know, I can align with them, and, you know, at least they're speaking out. But guess what's happened? Some people have now taken this, and they're making a bunch of money off of it. And they've railroaded that now. So you always got to use discernment, and you got to realize what's going on here, because I call it a minefield, which it is. And, and that's why discernment is so important. But, but the truth is, is you know them by their fruit. You know them by their love. Okay? It's by their fruit that you shall know them. And so the key is, is that we just have to keep our eyes on Jesus. We've got to stay in his word. We've got to make sure that we're flowing in that river, that river of living water. You know? And, and that's where it's like I get up and it's like, you know, this week they had the submarine, a very sad situation. You know, we don't really know the entirety of the story, but there's like weird things about it again. Every one of these stories, it's like it's hard for me to fully believe the stories that they come up with. Now, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm not saying that it's not a tragedy because it is. But I'm just saying it's like every time there's like weird things. Have you noticed this? Yes, sir. The way they report And then, well, why would I try? These are the same people that about 2020 that lied and people lied about all this stuff. Why am I believing them now? I don't. I don't believe them. I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't. They're making money and they're shysty and they're pushing the, the agenda. And so this is a real time to come out from among them. That's why I wrote that book. God wants the ecclesia of the body to be out, out of the Babylon system, out of it, out of it. And I don't care anymore. I used to hold back because I didn't want to be considered, you know, fringe or whatever. I don't care anymore. This is the time for the remnant to rise up. Look, this is what's happening. Whether you want to believe it or not, this is the reality. 
and there is a river of living water that's flowing and that's available to the church if we take it and we understand what's available to us and that's what the devil doesn't want us to know he doesn't want us to know that there's a river there's a lot of people that have just barely been going and listen my daughter she's little so when we go into a pool you know the, even the the shallow end is deep for her you know, but as she's grown a little bit, she goes a little bit more out, and now she's taking swimming lessons. But see, we gradually go, that's just the way life is. You gradually should be going in the deeper waters. But a lot of people just stay stuck in that shallow end, and they never want to go deeper. And that's why, look, you wonder, well, I just don't want any more warfare, Pastor Todd. Well, yeah, that's exactly how it works. You think it's safe there, but what, what's happening? What's happening in the situation? And then you see the people that are movers and shakers and that are operating in the gifts and just moving and flowing in the spirit. But yes, they're dealing with warfare. Don't worry about the warfare. You'll overcome it. That's just, the devil is going to do that. Yes, but here's the thing. It's like that song. He's the itty-bitty devil. Why have we made him equal with God? He's not. He's not even close. He's under our feet. It's finished at the cross at Calvary. And if we walk into that river of living water and start flowing, there's nothing that's can stopping you. Nothing. Nothing in your situation. God's put a movie on your heart. I'm telling you, do it. Just step it in. Just do it. That's what Sonia and them are doing right now. I mean, there's people in this room that are moving in a major vision. And I want to encourage you. If God's put a vision, a passion in your heart, don't negate it. Don't put it down. I'm not talking about vain imaginations or something that you want out of your own, you know, I want to be this, I want to be rich. I want to, no, I'm not talking that. I'm talking if God's put a God idea in your heart, but it seems big, don't limit God. Because he's calling out people that will simply say yes. Think about that car dealership I was talking about. That car if you would have asked the financiers, if you would have gone to the bank and it wasn't a God-ordained thing, they would have looked at you and laughed. Oh, you think there's going to be a church in that car dealership? That ain't going to happen. You don't even have any money. But God said different, didn't he? Now they're sending out people all over the world. And everybody can step into that river. That's what I'm trying to explain. We almost called the church the Remnant River. <laughs> seriously and maybe we should i don't know but no it's a revival center it's good but there is a river that's flowing here in gallatin yes and that river is a river of life and what i it's a simple message tonight but i just feel like the lord is saying do we want to go ankle deep knee deep waist deep or do we want to go in over our head look normally i would tell you don't go over your head you know don't live outside your means financially you know those things are just wisdom right but in this particular situation we are supposed to go all in. All in. And God is just saying, if it's not now, then when? If it's not us, then who? If it's not here, then where? Right? I mean, think about it. Do we, how much time do we even have left in this place? Not much. I mean, it, look, who's going to show up and just say, use me. Here I am, Lord. Hallelujah. Baptism of the Holy Ghost. Baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's all I wrote there, and it's simple. We've got to be baptized by the Spirit of the living God. If you don't have the Spirit of the living God, I just don't even know how you're saved. I hate to say it. But can I just be real? I mean, when you get saved, what happens? The Spirit of the living God goes in you. So either you're not using it, or we need to rethink the whole situation, because we are able to do what Jesus did in even greater things. That's what the Scripture says. The Spirit of living God guides us. God is, the gifts aren't in the past. 
I know there's people teaching that. No, I will tell you, we go to crusades all the time where people get out of wheelchairs, people get healed of cancer. Don't tell me that miracles aren't happening. They're happening. They're happening. I could go around this room and just share miracle after miracle, story after story. There's a river for everyone. In Acts 2, 38 through 39, I read it already, but it says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive, what? The gift of the Holy Spirit. It's right there. I don't under This is where, like, some of the doctrinal variances, I just don't really understand. Because are you looking at the same Bible that I'm looking at? I mean, I didn't make this up. It's not like something that you can take and try to... You know, finagle, it's literally right there. It says, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. You will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is to you and to your children. And as long as we're here, we're going to keep doing this. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, if they start making, the Southern Poverty Law Center is already trying to tell people that parts of doctrinal Christianity is hate speech. And, and I've had to come to the terms with this and understand because there, there's a preacher has to think about this and say, well, are we going to just stop preaching those parts? There are a lot of people that are saying, yeah, I'm going to stop preaching because I want problems. I don't want my bank account shut down. I don't want to be censored on social media. I don't want to be deplatformed. Every one of us has to make the decision today right now and say look i don't care what society says look i'm going to tell you right now during the pandemic you know people were trying to throw around the uh was it romans 13 a lot i think it was the, yeah romans 13 yeah and and you know and i get it and, and i'm listen i'm not saying to be like a anti you know anarchist or anything like that but if the scripture says something and the government says another guess what guess what usurps the government the scripture no oh, i'm i'm getting myself in trouble tonight here Galatians, who is this guy? <laughs> I had so many people telling me Romans 13. So many people. And listen, it's scripture and yes. I'm not saying be an anarchist. I'm not saying we go out there and do something illegal. But if, if, if I don't care what government it is, if they tell me to go against the word of God, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. And that's the decision we really have to come to at this point. Because where we go from here is going to be determinative on how deep we are in the river of living water. David was in the river. Let me tell you something. David was in. Oh, we heard a story from California. Let me just share real quick. When Mario and I talked about it on our broadcast this week. There is a mother, okay, a mother, and she has a daughter. She had a daughter, and the daughter uh, started, you know, being indoctrinated in school and things like that and started saying that the daughter was trans and so she wanted to become a man. The mother didn't call the daughter by the proper pronouns. And guess what happened? Child Protective Services came and took the daughter away. And a short time later, you won't believe this, the daughter ended up committing suicide. And now the mother doesn't have the daughter. And, I mean, this is where we're at. And, 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 and there's, there's a... A lot of preachers don't even talk about this. And I'm not, I'm not better. I'm not trying to say that. But I'm just saying, like, how is this not a 911? How is it not, like, in the body of Christ, a 911? Everybody should be outraged about this. I mean, 
I can't even say at the pulpit how wicked and evil because literally it's that barbaric. Mutilation. It's pure evil. And yet people aren't addressing it. You know, it's like a millstone. You're better off with a millstone thrown around your neck. Don't come after the kids. But guess who they're coming after? And so this isn't a time for weak sauce Christians. I'm sorry, it's just not. It's just not. And that's why, as Pastor Lorraine was saying, God is raising up a standard. And I believe it's a generation of warrior class Christians that are going to step in, not just at the, the little level, but going all in and saying, this is my identity in Jesus Christ. And when we come to church, we are expectant that God is going to do miracles. We're not even questioning it for two seconds. Like miracles are going to happen at the altar tonight. God is going to set the captive free. It is high time. It is an urgent hour. If you don't have the urgency, I don't know what to tell you. And that's why it's like I, I'm just believing for big things because I feel like, you know what, the hour is so late at this point that I'm, I'm believing the Lord is going to give us land and a bigger building and, and there's going to be all kinds of things that God is going to do in this next season. I'm not even going to ask how. I'm not even going to ask how because I know that God has already put it on someone's heart. And when that timing is right, they're going to come and say, you know what, I have a seed that I want to plant for this church. Let me tell you, I'm not even taking a salary from the church. I want you to understand that. We take it from the ministry, which is the television and broadcasting that we do. I don't take a salary from this church. Everything that we give to this church is going back to the church. And at some point... When God determines we're going to take this territory, we're already starting it. That's what has to happen. He's raising up a standard of the remnant in this hour that are saying, look, now is the time. And I'm going to tell you, I know millionaires in this city, some of them that have shook my hand, that have had lunch with me, and, and that have given their, their entire inheritance. One guy's got $81 million, gave it to his kids. He's on his deathbed now. And I believe God gave him that money to finance the kingdom. And when he got cancer, I'm not going to get into it too much. When he got cancer, though, I shared it with him. And I said, brother, I really believe that there's supposed to be some things that are supposed to happen with because God blessed you with this $81 million. And his kids are in rebellion. They do drugs and party. And that's who he's getting. Now, again, I'm not saying, you know, they're the kids. you got to take care of them. I understand that. But, but if God's given, you know, it's like there's, there, this is what's happened in the church. We don't lack resources in the church. I want you to understand this. I've been up and down the body of Christ, okay? I've been in all the big buildings and all the meetings. I've been to the different groups of these elite Christians that come together. I'm telling you, I've seen it. And they know I've seen it. Because when we started getting a bigger following and everything, they started introducing me to all these different things, and you need to come here. I had a choice at that point where I could have got in with the cool crowd. And you become part of it. And, and I said, I can't, because what happened to me, I know I had an encounter with God. I can't do that. Like, this, this is, he's calling us to be set apart, to come out of the Babylon system. I don't need to sit and live in some mansion somewhere as the world is burning down. Hallelujah. God is raising up a standard. Oh, I just feel he wants to move in this place right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. James and Valerie, I want you to stand up here for a second. Just come on up. Church, I want you to just pray for these two right now. James and Valerie. The Lord's been putting them on my heart all week. I'm going to share just a little story about James. James was NYPD, and he took a stand during the COVID era, I'm not going to get into his story, and they tried to take away everything from this man, everything from this couple. He was at 
He was at 9-11, and, and one day you're a hero, and the next day the enemy tries to rob and steal. But I just want to prophesy over you both right now that you have reached the bottom, and you're about to go up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And get ready because it's going to be higher. Higher. It's like Job. There's a double portion coming in the name of Jesus. Somebody get behind them right now in the name of Jesus. I just believe God is going to move right now. Just pray, church. Breakthrough in Jesus' name. Never shall you lack again. Never shall you lack again. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And the gates of hell will not prevail against you. You have stood. Hallelujah. The double portion moment is coming, James and Valerie. I want you to understand you are stepping out of the boat right now. And the Lord is about to give you everything back that the enemy has tried to steal. And then some. Your home shall not be touched. Watch out. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Thank you, God. Knee deep. Knee deep, chest deep, all the way in, all the way in, in Jesus' name. Lord, right now as a church body, we just want to come into agreement. We just want to come into agreement. Today is the day that you shoot up. No more down. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Never again shall you lack financially ever again. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, you're stepping into the river of living water all the way in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. You saved people during 9-11, but you're about to save a lot of souls, more souls than ever before. Ever before, God is raising up a standard. He's raising up a standard in this hour. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Sonia and Paul, come on up here. Sonia and Paul, I just want to pray. These two are movers and shakers in the movie industry. And they have all kinds of projects and things that God has put on their heart. And the enemy has tried to just attack them in every single way. How many know that God is not afraid to go into Hollywood? <laughs> I know that for a fact because he took me right out of there and he's calling his remnant to go in and to make quality films and in Jesus name we just bless you as a church right now every finance that you need every single area of finance you shall not lack either the Lord says right now the projects will get done the projects will get done he's aligning the right people in Jesus name he's aligning the right people He's seen you in your prayer closet. He's seen you praying. The warfare has been so extensive because of the territory that you're walking in. Oh, Jesus. You have an apostolic anointing. An apostolic anointing in the marketplace in Hollywood. Jesus. 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 He had to take you all the way here to Tennessee just to send you back. <laughs> Woo! Come on. He's establishing a beachhead right now. Yes, he is. But D-Day is coming. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
every single need. Out of their belly shall flow rivers of living water. Rivers of living water. You shall not lack. All the fiery darts the enemy has tried to shoot at you, you have the shield. God sent them intercessors and people that will stand with them, Lord God. In this next season, this is it. This is like the final chapter right here. I'm not saying you're going to die or anything, but this is the final chapter. And it's, it's the apex of the story. Hallelujah. Every single thing that you've walked through, Paul. Everything. God is a restoring God. Jesus. In the river of living water. The river of living water. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother, Raina's husband, come on up here, man. This brother came out here from California. Come on, man. He came all the way out here from California to attend the service tonight. Intercessors, get around this man of God right now. He wants to go deeper in his walk with the Lord. We're going to anoint you with oil right now. Jesus take it all are you willing to give it all today sir are you willing to give every bit of it today do you lay it down at the foot of the cross today say I lay it down at the foot of the cross Jesus I give you my all going all in all in all in all in now today we don't have to wait. Intercessors, just stretch your arms forward right now. This man came out here to get delivered of every last part that's tried to hinder him in his walk with Jesus. Today is the day. In the name of Jesus, right now. All of it. All of it, Lord. Rivers of living water. Rivers of living water. Flowing out from him, Lord God. Oh, God. Devil, you will not have this man. You will not have this man. We mark him for the kingdom now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Every generational curse. Every assignment of the enemy that stripped you back. Step into that river today. Step into it all the way. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Pastor Lorraine, do you have a prayer? Stretch our hands toward Gary right now. I had a conversation with Gary a couple weeks ago. And three of his children, his and his wife's children, have been gone for a long time. The enemy took them away from their house. But we want to pray for that restoration. Amen. Amen. So, Father, we thank you that you are the God of miracles. Lord, we ask that that assignment of hell, stealing the children from this household tonight, in the name of Jesus, it is canceled. It is broken. The enemy will not have these kids. These kids are restored. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Gary, lift up your 
Hallelujah. And Lord, heal. Heal Gary and Raina's heart from all these years without the kids, Lord. Let this redemption be glorious in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Begin to praise him, Gary. Praise him with your lips. Praise him, Gary. Say, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Give it all, Jesus. Every single bit of it. to him. talking to him for a minute. I want you to see what happened here tonight because we were in the scripture and in the word and then the Lord transitioned into the prophetic and into moving. You see how that happened? It was a very organic transition where the spirit of God just moves. You can't fake it. You can't make it happen. Our heart has to be in the right place. And I, you know, I've been to a lot of meetings where the spirit of God started moving like that. And I said, is the preacher going to call on me? And listen, a lot of times it hasn't happened, but I want you to know just because that doesn't happen doesn't mean God's not moving in your situation, okay? Every one of us is going through different things right now, and everybody online too, you understand what I'm saying? But the river that's available, God wants... And I just thank you that you have not rebelled, but you've stood fast and you've stood at the court. Because of that, the Lord has planted a mantle on you to speak truth in this generation and to set the captive free. And so th this is the deal, is that you can't even walk into a church without somebody who sees in the Spirit recognizing it because of the mantle of anointing that's on you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Mama, for 
using her in such a strong raised up and lord god you're going to territory as she speaks people are going to be set free the truth that's in her lord god that comes out of her is is like that river that we're talking about flowing a river of living water lord god and, the, and they won't know what hit them they won't know what hit them but as she speaks something will be released the sword of the spirit jesus thank you jesus for the joy and the peace and the rest hallelujah give them it all lord god every bit of it every bit of it lord jesus don't hold back don't hold back anymore all in jesus you can't even stand it and watch He's raising up a warrior class in this hour. God is going to open doors now. He's going to open bigger doors. Be prepared for this. Be prepared for this. The doors are going to start opening. God is going to, he's going to require things of you, but just hold the course. Hold the course. We thank you. We thank you for the calling. We thank you this yes, Lord. couldn't have gone Lord. Thank you, Jesus. It's okay. We're out of resources. He's never out of people. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We just affirm the calling in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Lorraine has something here. So, Serena just came to me that she's a root. God has placed in you such a purity and a spirit of obedience that he is so well pleased with you. Expect your prayers to be answered. You don't have to labor. Literally, you don't have to labor, okay? And so you just need to receive. Just receive what he has for you. So, Father God, we want to thank you that Karina has the DNA of a Ruth, Father God. And Lord, you are giving her a kingdom. You're giving her a lot. You've got so, so much for her, Lord, that you will withhold nothing from Lady God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for, thank you for bringing the man of God that is meant to stand by her side and compliment her. Not compete with her, but compliment her. Thank you, Jesus, that you have a ministry that is far-reaching all around the globe. All around the globe, they will travel, Lord, as missionaries. They will declare your word, the unsearchable of Jesus Christ, and they will steal because you go before the guard, Jesus. It is done in Jesus' name. Lord, just keep speaking. Nobody's got a date right now, right? You guys okay? We're almost done here, but just keep hearing the Lord say more. Woo! That's right. This is your date. 
That's right. Hallelujah. Stephanie, so Lorraine, when you're done too, we have some intercessors around Stephanie. This is her building. Stand this, and she's called to this city bring health, but not just in the in the physical, but in the spiritual and the supernatural. And she's a tremendous warfare in this calling. It's a church right now. We want to thank you for Stephanie, Dr. Stephanie, and Lord. Right now, will you just lift your hands up for her and just hallelujah. They tell you past. past. You've stood the even in the really challenging times. And I just think of that old song, His Eye is on the Sparrow. His Eye is on you, Stephanie. There's an anointing and a calling. See, in this hour, it doesn't look like what it's looked like historically. So everybody's expecting pastors and somebody to look like this or look like that. But you are the end time warrior that God is raising up. To stand in the medical field, to stand against the 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 kind of push on us. This is this is the battlefield, friends. You understand this right now, okay? This has been the battle for the last couple of years, and God, God is raising up a standard. And this looks like it doesn't look like what it's looked like before, because He says, "Behold, I do a new thing. Behold, I do a new thing, and you shall walk in rivers of living water." And it's flowing through this building because you prepared a way, Lord. He's gone before us and prepared a way. It's not a mistake that after the pandemic, the, the quote-unquote pandemic, that God is birthing a church downstairs in a medical facility. Come on. Come on. Because every time the enemy tries to come in, what happens? God raises up a standard, and he's raising up a standard in this generation. And Stephanie, you are that remnant warrior that God is raising up in this hour. Give it all to her right now, Lord. Every single area in the natural that looks like there's a lack, Lord God, we pray that the river would flow in such a supernatural way, Lord God, that every need is met exceedingly and abundantly lord jesus every single need exceedingly and abundantly and we're going into some uncharted territory but god is going to lead you and guide you each and every step each and every step and so just continue to just stay in his presence think of psalm 91 he that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty and you shall not be touched and you shall not lack hallelujah Thank you, Jesus. Pastor Lorraine, do you have anything? Lord, I want to thank you for these hands. These hands that touch so many lives. Your healing anointing is on Dr. Stephanie, Father God. And Lord, she never even asked for it. You gave it to her in her mother's womb and Lord I want to praise you for miracles that are double portion power blessings of the Spirit of God to come forth from the hands of this woman of God thank you Lord that she is an Elisha and she has double portion miracles in her life in Jesus name Amen
God is moving tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Here's what we're going to do. If you just have come in here tonight and you're just heavy, I sense there's somebody in here with a medical ailment that has come to get some healing. And so we're going to do what we always do. We're going to stay and pray at the altar. And I want to make sure that anybody that needs prayer in here, please come up. Please receive prayer. The Spirit of God is moving in this place tonight. I'm excited because we, we, every week I feel like we're taking more territory here, you know. Every week something more is happening and, and the river is flowing. And that's why I wanted to talk about the river. It's a simple message. But the deal is it's flowing right here. And every time that we come here, I just want you to think about that. There's a river of living water that's flowing. And it'll recharge and it'll strengthen you. And you don't have to walk and carry that heavy burden. You can leave it at the foot of the cross. No matter what it is, no matter how challenging it is, you can leave that burden at the foot of the cross. So we're going to get ready to dismiss here. We're going to sing one more song, if that's okay. Do you know any Andre Crouch songs or no? <laughs> I, yeah, I do. If you do, all right, that would be amazing. I don't know. I just felt, felt a little Andre right now. But we're going we're gonna to sing this song, and then we're, I'm going to be up here, and then after that, we'll dismiss, and we let him. All right. Jesus is the Let's stand up and just worship God right now. service we thank you that we got to gather and be in your presence and i pray to each and every person that's here that's watching online that they would leave strengthened in their faith and courage and know that there is in fact a river of living water that is flowing let us go all the way in lord god in this season we are believing that you are going before us you're making a way where it seems like there is no way and lord god we are not done we are not defeated we are on the winning team and we are going to act like winners so i just thank you father god for showing up tonight and lord god for each and every person that's come here we pray for blessings and favor over them this week and beyond in jesus name amen amen we had church tonight go ahead and hug your neighbor tell them God bless you, and if you need prayer, come on up. We love you.
precisa alguém. 